Hey guys, it's Carissa. If you're loving my podcast, please subscribe and leave me a review. You could only leave a couple sentences and it helps so much. So wow, what a powerful conversation with Kobe Moser from the big island, Hawaii. She is literally Miss Hawaii and gives so much of herself in this episode. If you want to do something good today, donate to her charity, ariachildrensfund.org to help children in need. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. I'm your host, Carissa, and I've been a Los Angeles wedding photographer for over a decade. I've traveled the world, built my team, and seen it all. I now coach wedding photographers hit 10K a month and build a thriving business. In this podcast, we are going to deep dive into how top wedding creatives get that heck yes from their dream clients. We are not holding back on the struggles of the business and how to push through the noise. Some healthy hustle, mindset shifts, up-leveling your money story, time hacks because I'm a mom of two, a little bit of woo-woo, and most importantly, self-love and confidence are just a few of the many things we will talk about. I want to give you a genuine thank you for following along my journey. I hope to inspire you every Wednesday so that you say heck yes to listening to this podcast. See you guys soon. Hey guys, it's Carissa Wu, as you know, and I'm here with Kobe. So Kobe is a filmmaker and owner of Aria Studios, a wedding and commercial film and photography studio based in Hawaii. Kobe is an award-winning producer, business coach, and mom of two daughters and a golden retriever, just like me. I have two daughters and a golden retriever. She was recently uh, recognized as one of Hawaii's 40 under 40 by Pacific Business News. Wow, wow, wow. And I've been insta-stalking you, Kobe, all morning and all last night. And you're pretty much like Miss Hawaii. You're like a badass, like boss lady. <laughs> so welcome. So Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. I just wanted to give like a little bit of backstory, like how I even found you. So I actually have a wedding next year with my clients in the big island. The venue is called Holualua Inn. And beautiful. I needed a videographer. So yeah, it's beautiful. So I found you through hashtags. <laughs> really? Wow, they do work. <laughs> so hashtags really work. I think I put Big Island videographer, oh, Honolulu funny. videographer. Yeah, and I saw your page, and now we're going to be working together next October. So I'm so excited. Yay. It's a beautiful venue, too. We love yes. it. Anytime we get to shoot there, it's just it's amazing. Oh, it's gorgeous. Okay, so I'm going to talk more about like your story, how you got started in a second. But I just wanted to ask you the first question, like, tell me a little bit about your award, the 40 under 40. What's that all about? And that, I, I know that's super huge. Oh, yeah, it's it was really nice, very humbling. So um, Pacific Business News recognizes 40 leaders, entrepreneurs, um, creatives, actually through all industries. So it's not just like a filmmaking or media industry. It's people are, get recognized from banks and hotels, travel. Wow. And so um, actually, I got nominated for this. I want to see three other times. So when I got nominated this year, I was like, oh, it's nice to be nominated, but I probably won't win. I mean, I don't know. It's, I have a small company and, you know, I always <laughs> just that small. Think, I think we're pretty big in our industry, but when we were talking yeah. about the whole state of Hawaii. I was like, oh, it's nice to be nominated. But when I actually won, I was just so surprised and so honored and the other people who were nominated or who were awarded are just amazing and you know Hawaii's 
top leaders under 40. So it was really wow. nice. Wow. Congratulations. So was there a big like ceremony or was it all virtual because of pandemic? Yeah, it was virtual. Normally they have a big gala and you dress up and you get an award and we didn't have one this year. Bummer. But yeah. we tried to make it really special for us. Oh, congrats. So that's so special. Um, I just was reading your questionnaire and I love like your answer. So I wanted to start off with like the question, like what is your whoop factor? What is your Kobe factor? What makes you stand out? Um, <laughs> you know what? I totally forget what I wrote in my answers already, but I want to say, um, you know, what makes us stand out is that we're a photography and cinematography company. And I know there aren't many of those and just the fact that we've been around for 13 years and our team has remained pretty solid i mean my team has been with me for years and years and years so they're completely familiar with the vendors with the venues our couples a lot of them are like we'll shoot a couple and then we'll shoot their siblings and the best friends so it's really nice to be in that circle of family and friends and we just, you know, we approach every wedding like it's our only wedding that we have that year. You know, Aww. we try to make it special and personalized. And our team really is, really does care about our clients. We, I know it's kind of cliche. A lot of people talk about that, like client experience, but it really is so important to us. And to the point where it's like, if you they don't have a coordinator and things are getting crazy, then we'll jump in and help them organize. We just want them to have an amazing experience. Yes, we're going to talk about that. That's our hot topic, the all about the client experience. And I know you mentioned that like quote from Maya Angelou, but that I, I just like kind of got chills when I read that. But can you tell me a little bit more about your favorite quote? Yeah, so Maya Angelou who doesn't love her? Um, but she said one thing that I read that just has stuck with me from the very beginning is that people will forget what you say and what you do, but they won't forget the way that you make them feel. And so we that's a huge part of our company culture and the way that we treat each other, um, our clients, the vendors, we just want to just make their day better. Yes, I totally understand because at the end of the day, like there are people and I think you said on your questionnaire, like some photographers and videographers get wrapped up in just like their por portfolio and their Instagram, but it's really about like handling like the way their, their day and making them feel very special along the whole process. Yeah, it's hard, you know, and I, I mentor and I coach a lot of young entrepreneurs and a lot of them are so talented and they just want to get their work out there. They want to build their portfolio. They want, they care so much about what their feed looks like, which is important. But I think when you are talking about a, a longevity of a career, if you want to be around for a long time, I mean, reputation is everything. And, and especially here in Hawaii, it's a small community. And so if you build a good reputation, then people will refer you and your old clients will refer you. And so it really is like you want them to think about you and to smile and not think, oh, she was bossing me around. Yeah. She didn't really care about what was going on. It was just about the shots and stuff. And, you know, they're hiring you to do a great job. And so you do need to get, you know, the shots that you need to. But I think more importantly is the way that you like the impression that you leave. And how they're yeah. gonna how they're gonna think back on their day, and you're such an intimate part of it. So, making sure that they have a great experience is, should be number one. 
Yeah, and I'm so glad that we're going to talk about that today because I feel like if you really make them feel special, they will refer their friends like on the spot and you'll be hearing from their bridesmaids like that year or if not like that year, the next year. So it's super important. Yeah, I mean, you've been doing this for a long time too. And if you didn't have that kind of approach, there's so much competition out there. Everybody, there's so many great photographers and filmmakers everybody has great work. And so the thing that really can make you stand out is is the way that you treat people. And I think if you're in this for that long, you probably got that part down. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Okay. Let's take it back to like Kobe, like maybe early 20s. Like how did you get started? <laughs> I know you have this badass team now, but like what is your background? So my background is actually in news. I was a TV journalist. I was a producer and reporter Ooh, first. And, I, and okay. I went to school for that. And I just, I really wanted to tell stories that mattered. And I was so naive. And I was just, I thought I would become a journalist and go to war-torn countries and tell important stories. But it just wasn't really like that. And some things kind of had happened in my life that made me really like think about what I wanted to do with my life and the legacy mm -hmm. I wanted to leave. And so I started Aria Studios 13 years ago, and it wasn't a wedding a wedding company at all. Um, we started as a documentary filmmaking team, and oh. we would tell stories about things that were happening around the world, mainly around child trafficking. Um, and we would donate work and, but we were a for-profit company. We really needed to figure out a way to make money. And, um, one of my friends was getting married and she's like, can you film my wedding? I think she paid me like $500 and I was like, all right, sure. And after that very first one, I was like, wow, this is so fun. I can't believe people do this for a living, be around the, you know, people who are so happy and love. It's beautiful. And so, yeah, we started our first wedding in 2008. And we went from one wedding to, I think we did eight weddings that year, wow. to maybe 20 weddings. And now our team does over 100 weddings a year. Oh, my gosh. And you do commercial work. Yeah, That's and so commercial crazy. work. Yeah, commercial oh. work is for me. I I mean, people always ask like, "Do you still shoot weddings?" And it's very, very rare that I'll shoot a wedding. I shot one last weekend with my brother, who used to work for me and had now has his own company. Um, but I focus on our commercial work, and so, um, yeah, my team is just amazing, and they handle all the couples with such care and. And they do an amazing job. Oh, I love that. You guys look like you have so much fun. And I'll ask you more about your team in a second. But I wanted you to touch upon um, Aria Children's Fun. I saw that on your Instagram and I was looking on the website and I watched a video. So just tell me about how you're giving back. Yeah, so our nonprofit is called Aria Children's Fund. We do several things. And so we started this in 2012. And we work with a bunch of nonprofits around the world. It's all around helping kids. So we support Zoe International and they fight child trafficking. They have safe houses around the world and we just donate work and time to help them spread their message. We also have a clean water initiative in the Philippines. So this is bringing clean water to kids who don't have clean water, access to clean water. Um, and we do some, we support some NGOs that are focused on um, education 
to help break the cycle of poverty. So we do several things. Um, and I think, and coming up, we're doing a lot more that I'm excited to share more when it's time. Oh, that's amazing. So do you, you, you were the founder and then do you have like a committee and then do you ask for like volunteers? And then um, I don't, I kind of want to like dig deep a little yeah. bit deeper. Yeah. So my business partner for Aria Studios and I founded the nonprofit and our team who is, um, we have five core team members who are um, salary and they also care very deeply about our cause. And so they donate time um, to give back to. So everybody who's on our team has traveled um, internationally to give back. And we have another network amazing network of volunteers and people who donate money and um yeah we're just wow. we're really proud that we're still able to to give even during this crazy covid time where we couldn't travel at all normally we would be traveling and doing work on the ground but we have a team there we actually have a team member in the philippines who are our who's our hands and feet so we're able to still help even though the problem isn't going away. Actually, it's gotten a lot worse after mm. COVID. So once we can open, travel opens up and we can go back, we're excited to to do a lot of work there. Oh, I love that. I'm so inspired. And if I can maybe like team up with you in, in any way and help you oh, that would be amazing. with this podcast or, you know, social media, then we could chat after this episode. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. I think, you know, giving was always – built into the DNA of my company. So people always say like, how did you start a company and then start a nonprofit? And then how do you do the money part of it? And the great thing about it is like when we started, it was the heart was giving back and being of service. And so it's always been a part of our company's DNA. And so from day one, we were always setting aside money um, to do work like this. So there was never a time I mean, we have we weren't making any money, and so we were still putting aside. So even when we we're making more, it was it wasn't hard to transition to like to transition to giving because we were just giving from the first dollar that we had. Yeah, they always say like if you can't give when you're making like twenty thousand, you're not going to give when you make two million. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and it's you know, and it's not always about the money. People, especially now, it's really hard. Um, people are really struggling, and so it's not only about giving financially it's if you have a gift like photography or filmmaking that's what we do there is a way to use that for good and so if you can get you know plugged in to to an, a cause that you believe in that you feel passionately about and there are other people that you could partner with I would say to, that is just been the best part of all oh. of this actually being able to yeah, get back. and I love how you light up just talking about it. It's so special. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. It's talk, very uh, close to my heart, especially yeah, when I, having I feel, kids. Yeah, I feel you like radiating. Yeah. That's so special. Aww. We could talk all day about that, but I wanted to yeah. ask this question before we get into our hot topic. Um, what was your favorite project for commercial work in the last like one or two years? Oh, there's been so many. Let me think. So we we have been partnering with Hawaii Pacific Health. They're the, the biggest um, healthcare organization in Hawaii. So we've been partnering that, with them for so many years. I mean, probably close to 10 years. Um, and so, and it's, you know, it's, 
I have a lot of favorites, but it's one of my favorite uh, commercial partners because they do work that changes lives. Like it, they really do. They perform miracles. And so we, um, during the pandemic, it's, we're still trying to, they, they work in a hospital. So, and we can't necessarily just do the same kind of work that we used to do. So we had to get creative and we brought some things outside of the hospital. We shot outdoors. We just, we really like had to think about a different way to do things, which is always fun. It's a good challenge when you have to, when you have, um, to just think about doing something another way. It's a good way to like force yourself out of the routine. Um, so we had been working with them through the pandemic and we helped them with some fundraising things and they actually raised more money during the pandemic than any other year that we have been working with them, which has been, which is amazing because we would have huge productions for them and like create this big thing, this film and do all the bells and whistles. And then we couldn't do that during the pandemic. We really had to like, it was like one shooter. We were outside. It was so different, but Wow. But they made more with the films that we created and the photos, they raised more money than ever. So that was a really feel good thing. The films that I watch of yours, I I told you I've been stalking you all day, but I I literally (laughs) get chills and the music. And I mean, you use that with like your commercial work and your weddings, but it just, video is everything. And it just like gives you like this feeling where you just have so much emotion. I feel like you guys do that. Like you just, do that so perfectly. Oh, thank you. I can't take all their credit. My team is just so good at what they do. And, and I'm so grateful for them. You know, like as a business owner, entrepreneur, I'm sure you've been here before where you were just doing everything. You're wearing all the hats. And that was what I used to do before. And, and then I had a family and I had to figure out how to grow and manage a team. And so I really found people who are just incredible at what they did you know and so I think our quality of work just like raised exponentially after we did that and you had a little ollie I have a little ollie (laughs) what's your golden retriever's name Fred (laughs) Fred oh (laughs) we have a pet Fred he's a chameleon though (laughs) so funny we have a lot of parallels in our lives (laughs) Fred I love that. Okay, tell us about your hot topic today and why you chose it. Okay, yeah. So we talked a little bit about it already, but just creating that special, genuine, authentic experience Mm. um, for your clients. That's really how we've been able to last this long. I mean, 13 years in the wedding industry is pretty pretty long. I mean, we're kind of the dinosaurs in the the game right now, but we try to keep it fresh and new. I know. It's like... I have interns who grew up watching our stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, we first wa- saw your stuff when I was in elementary school. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> We're the veterans. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it really, really is the experience. And it's not just the experience for the client, but everybody around you that you're working with. I mean, okay. when we were starting out, we just have these like nightmare stories. I'm sure you have these too of mm-hmm. working with photographers, which I would never name names, but photographers or other like videographers who are just made your job so hard and made you feel so crappy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I was like, we are never going to be that way. Like, even if we become like the top and like the most requested company out there, like we will never treat people like this. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. so horrible. And it's like, I don't understand how those people are still in business. And I think I see less and less of them. You know, yeah, um, they fall out. Yeah, <laughs> nobody hired yeah. them because they didn't make every because they were just yeah they didn't care about anybody around them, and so it really is it really is built into our company culture, our core values about treating people with kindness and being authentically enthusiastic about their mm-hmm. wedding. You know, we mm-hmm. I've also seen filmmakers like at weddings and on their phone the whole time checking mm-hmm. Instagram and. Mm-hmm. They're just not present. And so that's a big no-no for our team. Um, Just being present, being there, being excited, being kind. I mean, and then on top of that, if you can deliver an amazing product, you're going to be recommended by everybody who's seen your videos or photos, anybody that you're able to work with. Yeah. I mean, I love what you're saying. I think I have some – horror stories like being in weddings and you just felt like I don't know like the photographer was like either like super bossy or like they're making it all like all about them or they're just being like really rude and you're kind of like wow like how could you treat people like this like get off your high horse not to be like talk ish or anything but (laughs) no it's so true it's so true and when we get paired with another so our filmmaking our cinema and our photo team a lot of times shoot together but sometimes we shoot with other vendors and I would say in Hawaii in general I think we really do show the aloha spirit and Mm -hmm. I think most vendors that we work with anyway, who are in like the same style and kind of category as us, they're it's like one big family. It's great. But when we do travel, we've traveled kind of all over the place to shoot weddings. Um, and we get paired with a new photographer or a new cinema team. It's sometimes shocking. Like, oh, wow, people don't care about working together sometimes. I mean, we've really experienced the gamut, the whole gamut of people who have like, yeah. And, and, but on the other end, we've worked with some photographers, amazing, amazing photographers for the first time. And like, wow. And they learned so much from them. So yeah. Yeah. It really comes back to just being a good person to everyone, everybody that you're around. No, totally. So do you mind sharing like maybe your core values with us? <laughs> Professor, you're putting me on the spot. Um, I do have, we have 11 core values. Oh, no. Okay. Don't share all 11. <laughs> Just maybe like two. Two of them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely that one. It's all about um, client experience. Um treating other people the way you want to be treated, showing up enthusiastically and with kindness. And another core value is um, striving for excellence. You know, after 13 years, you can kind of get comfortable doing Uh things the way that you always do Mm. and have always done it. And you create a system and you create a workflow that works. But when you're striving for excellence, you're always keeping an eye out on what's the new trend. Is there a better way to do something? Mm -hmm. Is there a better way to color? Is there a better piece of equipment that can get us better results? So I think 
striving for excellence is also something that I think is so important if you want to make this a career. Yeah. I mean, I got really complacent for many years of my life um, or career because I started wedding photography before it got popular. Like it was before like Style Me Pretty, Green Wedding Shoes, before Instagram Mm -hmm. and Pinterest. So when I told people I was a wedding photographer, they were like, oh, that's kind of weird. So it was pretty much like if you do try hard, like it's pretty easy to get the weddings. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, you know, thousands of photographers a day coming. And I'm like, why isn't my phone ringing anymore? (laughs) Yeah, So I stopped going to the workshops. I stopped going to WPPI. Mm -hmm. Like I was like the know-it-all. But now like doing this 13 years, I'm just like constantly learning because I'm striving for excellence for myself and my team, just like you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where really, I mean, we've seen a lot of people come and go over 13 years. I'm sure you have too. Um, and so the ones that stick around are the ones who are willing to push themselves and willing to evolve and really willing to, to reach for higher and better. Yes, we could do it. We're, we're <laughs> girl power. Driving, yeah, girl power. <laughs> so one question I wanted to ask because we're talking about client experience is, is there any like story that sticks out of your head that you kind of like went above and beyond for a a couple or a bride. Shout out to our sponsors. Photoboost Supply Co. helps entrepreneurs start and scale their businesses by creating meaningful experiences with a photo booth. Living in a digital age, anywhere people gather is an opportunity for an experience. And what better way to capture those memories than with a photo booth? There has never been an easier way for photographers to scale their businesses, increase their marketing efforts, and maintain cash flow during off-season than with a photo booth like the Sasso booth. Increase revenue $600 to $800 per event by adding a photo booth to your services so you can make more and work less. If you don't provide a photo booth, someone else will. So stop leaving money on the table and get yourself a Sasso booth today. Let's see. Or maybe like something you do like that stands out from other photographers like before the big day, like the the process leading up to the big day. Yeah. I mean, one couple that I can think of, they just had a really unique story where they, um, they're dirt biking family. And so uh-huh. they had a son. So the, the couple were, I believe, high school sweethearts or some, right after high school. So they were young and they've been together for a long time. And they... Um, had a son and they they do dirt biking their whole family so mom dad son also grandma and grandpa also brothers sisters and so they would go out like the whole clan and Uh go dirt biking and so just during the consultation we're talking about it and they're like is there any way to work it into our wedding video you know I know sometimes they go and shoot stuff before the wedding but I mean dirt biking would have been like a three-hour track to the to the track and and then they'd have you know it was just it would be too hectic on the day of and so our team went and filmed them um dirt biking together and that became part of their wedding video um and that was just something that we didn't charge them for we just we really wanted it to be special for them you know they they really it was so important to them to have that a part of their wedding and it wasn't going to show up anywhere else you know so oh I love that. Things like that. If there's a really cool story, it's really hard for us not to go and like make that, spend that extra time to make it so special. Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm just trying to put all of these into tips. So I'm going to say recap. Number one was just like 
the overall experience and you guys like hands down give the best experience and with aloha and like make people feel super seen and super comfortable. Yeah. And then number two was just striving for excellent excellence, mm-hmm. not being complacent. Uh, maybe like, you know, purchasing that new camera or mm-hmm. going to that workshop. Always a new piece of gear. I know. <laughs> isn't that crazy? Like we're just like funding our like obsession with camera equipment. Yes. Always. <laughs> Always. And then number three would be just going above and beyond. Like you're so custom and personalized to the couple. Like I love that dirt biking family and going out there and just making their uh, video super epic. And I'm sure all the guests were just dying when they saw that. <laughs> yeah. And it was a same day edit. So we worked that into the same day edit and people were just losing their minds. And it was oh, the, the whole, God. you know, everyone there, they knew how how much they love dirt biking. Most of them also dirt bike. So they were just going nuts. Oh, I love that. I just wanted to ask this question because I heard you on your IGTV, but do you have, I know you have a big team. So tell me a little bit about the team, but what systems in place besides the core values do you put um, into place to help with the client experience? Yeah. So we have a core team of um, five people. And so these are people that we meet constantly that we, um, they're the managers of the photo video team and our marketing, social media, and our admin. But outside of our core team, we have about, I want to say 15 uh, freelancers that work very, very closely with us. And so what we, what's important to us and the team, the core team is that our extended network of freelancers feel like they are part of the team. Like they're not on payroll per se, like they're not salary, they own their own kind of business. Uh Um, But they're so important to us and we wouldn't be able to do it without them. So they stay in constant communication with them. They make it a point to have lunch and just talk about what's going on in their lives, like how else we can support them, Um, making sure that they're invited to all the holiday parties and things yeah. like that, which we haven't yeah, had, yeah. which is so sad, but always like I'll send them a card or like a gift oh. just to say thank you. So it's so important for us, for that, for them to feel like a part of the team. We'll also have like studio, um, just like activities. So we did jujitsu yeah. one day wow. <laughs> and invited all of our freelancers And so, and for the managers, it is important to be very organized. And so along with the kind of creative work that we do, we do also have to be like both left brain and right brain where we can have room for creativity, but there is very strict deadlines. We have a good system of who's editing what, who's Mm. shooting what, when that's due, when to check in on them. And our studio manager is so gifted in admin. She's just amazing. Wow. Nothing would happen without her. You know, yeah. she's in constant communication with our coordinators and couples and sends the team a wedding packet when it's when the wedding is coming up. So wow. It's a whole it's a, it's <laughs> a whole amazing. team to make this all happen. Oh, I'm glad I asked that question because you just went off. <laughs> Sorry, I can go on and on about my (laughs) That fires you up for sure. (laughs) Okay, so that was awesome. That was amazing tips. Um, I'm going to go into rapid fire fun questions, kind of fun questions. Um, Okay, so what's a typical day in Kobe's life? (laughs) 
waking up at six, getting lunches packed and girls ready for school. Um, we do, my husband and I, and actually Ollie, our whole family goes to drop off. It's like so oh, important that wow. we just like start the day together. Oh. So I make it a point to like not schedule any meetings before 830 because we go drop off, get a coffee and come home. Oh, um, and then it's that. just, you know, I spend most of my day, honestly, meeting with people, um, working on admin stuff, yeah. emails, setting up commercial shoots. And so I'd say like 5% of a time, the time I'm actually in production, but most of the other time it's just setting things up. Oh, I love that. I love how you put your family first, even when you run this big business. Yeah, so I mean, that's – they're my why, you know? They're the oh. whole reason why all of this happens. I love that. Um, I have to ask this question because it's a title of my podcast, but <laughs> what is your biggest sales technique? How do you get that heck yes from your dream clients? I know you talked all about the client experience, but kind of sum it up in like a, a couple sentences. You know what's funny? Like I'm, I'm glad that you say heck yes from your dream clients because mm. as much as you want that yes from every client, it's so important to remember that you do not want every client. You want to make sure that you're getting the right clients for you. Yes. And so getting the heck yes is just like creating that connection to see if like they're going to be right for your team and your team is going to be right for them. Oh, I love that. And the cool thing about like me turning into a coach, um, you know, transitioning to just coaching is I get to be like super discerning of mm -hmm. what I choose because even my my friend bought me like this button that says no, because she just like, Carissa, just uh, no button, no button, like stop saying <laughs> yes to everything. I'm, I'm just like the yes man. And now because I want to do coaching and I'm super passionate, I just could be like, oh, okay, so this is my price, you know, take it or leave it. But before mm -hmm. it's kind of like, oh, shoot, like I need the money, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so whenever we would have a yes to the wrong client, I feel like it sucked both time, energy, and money out yes. of our company. Because oh, totally. we've had to like refund people but just to like yeah. get it to end, you know? Yes. So oh, totally. And yeah. I feel like if you do have boundaries, which I just learned like after – 12, 12 years of business, but when you have, yeah, when you have more boundaries, like people actually respect you more. Oh, for sure. Right? Yep. Hello. Yep. That's great. Okay. So where do you see yourself in three years business? Yeah. So I think I am at the point of my business where it has grown and evolved to the point where they don't really need me as much anymore. <laughs> Which Good. is a weird thing to have to oh, get to say so because, uh -huh. you know, you work so hard to be able to have the right team and to have the right system. And then it's like, now that I have it, it's like, wait, okay, now what am I going to do now? Because I love to work. I'm not going to, I don't think I would ever be just a stay at home mom, even though I think that those like stay at home moms are amazing and it is the hardest job in the world. Mm -hmm. I love to work. And so I've gotten a chance to like really think about that and like what I want to do. And yeah. I love commercial filmmaking. I love running the team. I mean, managing the team too. I'll always do that. But I think most of my time will be spent um, doing bigger and more commercial productions and also spending more time in um, our nonprofit and yeah. helping our cause. Yeah. And 
I have another secret project that is launching Ooh. soon Ooh. that is all about supporting that. So oh, nice. I'll, I'll be busy. <laughs> yeah. When is that launching? Next year, 2022. We don't okay. have an exact date yet, but Ooh. it's um, it's really supporting our cause. And so now's the time in my life to like really do that passion work, you know? Yeah. And so whether it's creating a documentary film or another company or another product line that will help that cause that's really like the important work that I need to focus on right now oh my god you're so badass okay (laughs) do you have like a mentor a book a podcast or um just like a person that really inspires you or that you could recommend to us yeah I think it's important to have a tribe of these people to support you Uh you know it takes so much Uh women are amazing I mean of course, like there are <laughs> amazing men out there who I really look up to and like really admire, but I am so motivated by strong women, especially moms, because I'm a mom and I, I never knew like before becoming a mom, I was like, I don't know if I will be able to do all the things that mm-hmm. I'm passionate about doing because I know I'm also going to be passionate about being a mom. And then I'm like, wait, we can do both. We can be a badass mom and a badass entrepreneur. But back to your question, I um, read E-Myth, the book E-Myth. I don't know if you heard of it, but early on in my entrepreneurial journey, and then I had a business coach that was trained by E-Myth. And I also have like a tribe of women, entrepreneurs, some moms, some not, who are just smart, savvy, that are also just so great like as people and so surrounding yourself with people who are gonna like lift you up they say you're the sum of the five people you spend your time with and so it's so so important to just surround yourself with people who are like-minded who are who align with your passion and your goals and who you can learn from each other yeah I was just telling my one one of my um people on my team and I was like oh my God, like this podcast is literally like, like being inspired, like, you know, all the time because I I didn't even know how huge you were, but I connected with you. And then I was researching you. I was like, dude, I, you're like famous. No. <laughs> you're like Miss Hawaii and you're gorgeous. So I was like, I was telling her, I was just like, wow, like I am so excited to get on this conversation with you. And it was literally amazing. Um, but with that said, can you ask me a question? Ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your why? Oh, um, my why is definitely like the family. So I have two daughters and a golden, just like you, Fred and Ollie. Um, and the coaching thing is my why because I don't I could get my weekends back. And I do love helping wedding photographers not go through everything I struggled and I've been coaching for a year and a half, and what I've learned is I'm kind of a therapist now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't so it like ther- being a therapist is almost like receiving therapy too, though, huh? Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I I love it too. And it just, oh, like I went through all everything that they're going through, and they just get in mm-hmm. their head, and they get, you know, self-doubt. And I just, I'm there for them to be like, hey, like, no, you have a strong brand. Like, um, you know, don't don't lower your prices and don't go dark and moody. Like you, you got this. And it's just <laughs> a big part of coaching, which yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah. don't have to go dark and moody. You're, you're fine. Like stick with your, your colorful vibe. So it's just so interesting. But yeah, 
thank you for asking that question. And I guess the last thing is just tell people where to find you and then maybe just like your last Kobe words um, for <laughs> wedding pros out there. Okay, so where to find me? My company is ariastudios.com. We're on mm -hmm. Instagram at ariastudios. And my personal Instagram is at Kobe Moser. And I think the last kind of like bit of advice or inspiration I want to leave with your listeners is just to treat yourself with kindness most importantly. You know, mm -hmm. the entrepreneur, I, I don't know. I, I bet most of the people who are listening, you're – entrepreneurs or thinking about starting your own business or maybe just starting out. And it is really a journey. And I think if you give yourself some grace and not feel like you have to be at this level and performing at this level and doing all these, these things and having X amount of followers, like it's yeah. okay. It's all part of the journey. And just to continually check in with yourself, asking yourself those questions about like, where do you want to be in three years and what does your dream life look like and not just get ca caught up in the things that you think you need to do. I think, I think you'll be fine. Just um, treat yourself with, with kindness and don't get so stressed out that you just get overwhelmed and burnt out and you give up on your dream. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Oh, thank you, Kobe. And I hope yeah. to like maybe grab coffee with you when I'm on the yes, big island. Yes. Um, DM me. I would love that. Yay. Say hi to a video. <laughs> okay. I'm going to stop recording. Thanks for joining me this week on Get a Heck Yes with Carissa Wu. Make sure to follow, subscribe, leave a review, or tell a friend about the show. Take a screenshot and post to IG. Tag me. Also, don't forget to download my free guide on how to become a lead generating machine. See you next time, wedding pros.